Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oh, you guys. Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker slash life coach person who charges thousands of dollars to see him live and in person is in big trouble. Yeah, he's... Yeah, and this makes me happy. Tell okay. the story. I'm going to tell you what happened and what the fallout was and whether or not he's apologized on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, but really quickly, I just have to say this before I get to that. We just got a tweet from uh, somebody who said, Scott Speedman is Meredith Grey's new love interest in Grey's Anatomy, and he will be coming back for the full season. I'm behind on Grey's Anatomy, and now I'm going to rush home after the show and watch many, many episodes. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Now, uh, back to Tony Robbins and what a gross goober he is. Okay, so here's what happened. And the reason why we're talking about this now is because a video has gone viral from this um, presentation he gave. uh, And he gave it back in March. This actually happened. In this presentation, again, he does these events. He charges people an arm and a leg to come and see him and be motivated by his motivational stuff in this he explained to his audience that the me too movement is nothing more uh than uh is nothing more than a way to allow women hold on i want to get his actual words and i apologize but he basically says that the me too movement is trying to get significance by attacking and destroying somebody else in order to make that person rise. Yeah. Can we, Meaning, is that clip play worthy? Can we just listen to him? Um, the audio is pretty poor. That's what oh, I was okay. going to say. I, I, you know, I've, I've listened to a bunch of different versions of this and you can barely hear what he's saying uh, in order to play it and hear it. But I will tell you that the video is available so that you can actually hear his words. Um, but he did the, the actual event occurred over the course of about 10 minutes, this conversation about the me too movement in one of his presentations. Um, and they, the, um, the news organization, now this news has like edited it down to a more manageable like minute and a half where you can see some of the things that took place during this 10 minute long conversation about the Me Too movement. During this conversation, somebody who was in the audience, who had paid to be in the audience, had raised her hand to confront him on his yeah. on, on what he had said. Mm-hmm. Uh, And she herself was a person who had been victimized. And she said very clearly that she disagreed with him. He then went on to use a series of interesting physical, interesting, that was a Minnesota word for 
totally unnecessary physical displays to try to prove his point to her, including but not limited to, he's a big man, towering over her, kind of walking toward her in a, in a way to intimidate her where she had to back off. At one point, he literally pushed into her to prove to her what his power could do to her. Um, and again, this lasted over a period of 10 minutes. So she um, and I watched the video earlier um, and her na- her name is Nanine. I don't know if you, how you say that. Nanine. McCool. Mm-hmm. I'm McCool. That's kind of a cool last name. Anyway, as you said, she she called him out and, you know, she was pretty she was pretty clear. She's like, um, I, I don't think you understand the Me Too movement. The way he described it, as you alluded to, was um, people using this moment to gain significance through the downfall of other people. Like if you're trying to make a name for yourself by putting down and destroying the careers of others, you're not actually being successful at anything, which is a profound misunderstanding of the Me Too movement. And not one that is unfamiliar to us. We've heard it before. Which is what she then goes to point out. And what I loved about this moment and about this clip is that she really just speaks truth to power right to his face. And I think a lot of people in that moment would be intimidated. You have a man who has amassed all of these people around him who are willing to, and including herself pay for the experience of listening to him talk. And she questions him right in the heart of his own, you know, um, sort of power center. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just, it's kind of phenomenal to just watch one person stand up for it. And she says, you're basically doing a disservice to, um, to, you know, all the victims of, of sexual assault and sexual violence. That, that is the Me Too movement. So, I mean, it really is kind of powerful just to see, like, again, think about what you're witnessing. You're witnessing a guy who's like, I'm going to tell you how to be super all-powerful and amazing. Um, and then she's like showing him, actually, this is how you do it. You speak truth to power. And that's exactly exactly what she does in that clip. I fully agree with you. Like she was so composed in this moment. And what you see is him trying to take the power back. And and even if you watch it with the sound off, you can see his body language trying to recontrol the situation. Well, and he also says that he's got like a, uh, he's like, oh, I got a lot of these male CEOs that come to me and they say, and very specifically, I think the thing that sort of made everything go viral was the story of like, I had a guy come to me and say, there were three very qualified people. The woman was the most qualified, but she was also very attractive and he just couldn't bring himself to hire her because of he was afraid. Mm-hmm. And so he hired the other less qualified person. And it's like, I think the story he thinks he's telling is the Me Too movement has gotten out of control. But what he's actually doing is illustrating exactly why there is a Me Too movement. Because if you are making a choice on whether or not um, to hire someone because you feel able or unable to sexually harass them in the workplace, that is a problem. Right. 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 So what happened after that? So again, that happened in mid-March. And like I said, uh, now this news got a hold of it. They kind of edited it down and this video has gone viral. Well, of course, it got the attention of the woman who really was has was in charge of starting the Me Too movement more than a decade ago, which was long before we started to hear me too uh in the in the you, the way that we've been hearing it in the last few months her name is Tarana Burke and this is what she tweeted and this happened over the weekend 
She said, I was made aware of this video before I ever saw it because Tony Robbins, because Tony Robbins people reached out to do damage control within 24 hours, meaning this event that happened on March 15th. She heard about it on March 16th because his people were like, we got to get out in front of this. We could better talk to this lady. Uh, they wanted to, quote, give me context. Apparently, I don't need any. I have eyes. The full video is 11 minutes and it's gross. Bravo to this woman. Uh, and then, you know, she went on to say the, the video is much worse. His misogyny runs deep to even repeat that story of his friend who wouldn't hire the pretty woman as if it's the movement's fault, not the sexist man's fault is all you need to hear. It's deplorable, but so many folks misunderstand this work. Well, because it, that damage control that his people were doing clearly did not work. This video has been making the rounds and he has apologized. Would you like to hear his apology? Yeah, I'm sure it's delightful. Okay, ready? At a recent Unleash the Power Within UPW event in San Jose, my comments failed to reflect the respect I have for everything Tarana Burke and the Me Too movement has achieved. I apologize for suggesting anything other than my profound admiration for the Me Too movement. Let me clearly say, I agree with the goals of the Me Too movement and its founding message of empowerment through empathy, which makes it a beautiful force for good. For 40 years, I've encouraged people to, oh, whoops, it just cut off, grow into men and women they dream to be. I watch in awe as more and more women all over the world find their voice and stand up and speak out. All of our growth begins with learning. My own started with a childhood marked by abuse. I am humbled that others have looked to the path I have taken. Would you like okay, me to Kevin pause Spacey. so you can have a moment? Yeah, well, I mean, just like, I don't, I mean, and please read as much as you want mm-hmm. to, but I don't think you need to read anymore to understand that what he's doing is saying, I'm on the bad side of the story PR wise. And so I need to get out ahead of it. But I'm a man trapped in the 1980s. And I don't understand that I am clearly showing the world exactly what my true colors are, which is kind of a sexist pig. So, you know, Spare me like you're like, oh, I will try to blah, blah, blah. No, actually, you showed the world exactly what you were in that moment because you were fearless in it. Yeah. So now you're only saying, I mean, we're not dumb. Well, and here's like, the- that's what I what I appreciate about all of um, these moments is that you know, whether it's, you know, particular politicians or particular entertainers who've run afoul of the Me Too movement, like. You're not fooling anyone. We saw that. Like your power used to may have used to work and you got the impression that you would say things and people would believe it when actually they were just afraid of you. So they would go, yes, sir, whatever, sir, uh, and let you put your hands wherever you wanted. Now we live in a world where nobody's going to sit back and let those things happen. So then the next thing that happens in this apology is he does something else we've seen, which is try to retrofit his own message to to mimic that of the Me Too movement. So you can see. That now he realizes that we're all on the same team. He says, I am committed to being part of the solution. I am committed to helping educate others so that we all stay true to the ideals of the Me Too movement. Uh, he, He does say, I teach that life happens for you, not to you. And what I've realized is that while I've dedicated my life to working with victims of abuse all over the world, I need to get connected to the brave women of Me Too. No. Too late. Tony Robbins. I also think... (laughs) Uh, that perhaps we should keep an eye on Tony Robbins because there may be some major skeletons in his closet. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there you have it. We're not buying it. All right. After this, something I am buying. In fact, I actually did buy the premiere 
of the Jersey Shore oh my God, you family reunion. I did. Why? Because it was the only way I could watch it. It's oh, not no. on Hulu. Oh, okay. Uh, so I bought it for two ninety nine, and it was worth every penny. I'll tell you why. I also saw the premiere of the brand new Trading Spaces. And I'm here to answer any and all of your questions. All right. After this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. The Jersey Shore family vacation. I well, I, yes. I watched the show on MTV that it premiered last week. We missed it, so I watched it over the weekend. And I want to tell you about it on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Okay, so I watched both the Jersey Shore and Trading Spaces, two throwback. Uh, shows that we loved back in the day mm-hmm. that are back. Okay, can I just start with a couple things from Jersey Shore and then I'll answer any questions yeah, you course. have. Number one, um, and I'm pretty sure Polly D made note of this when they all convened together at this Miami beach house where they are vacationing together. All of the girls uh, have new faces. So Sammy, as we know, is not there. Although they did bring a sex doll in place, and that bit was hilarious on that show. But Snooki's face does not have any of its original parts. Wow's face, she probably looks the closest to her normal face. And Dina, I mean, they all have lip plumpers, and they're like the duck lip situations. It's unreal. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. It is Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. And you'd expect that there was some surge happening. Um, you know, there is a but, lot. There's new boobs. There's new a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. The situation. And then this made me remember all of uh, the stuff that was happening with his tax evasion, um, the, the trial around yeah. that. He couldn't go. To the when they first went to the Miami, he was going to go with them, and then his lawyer called and was like, "No, sorry, you have to be in court. You cannot go." So it's lined up in a really interesting way the story of of this of this family reunion and the end of his trial, where he went in and basically pled guilty, and he's going to have to do time, you know, around this. And we kind of knew that we know that now, but watching it happen kind of in real time. And I'll tell you something else about the situation, Bradley. The situation, you remember him as kind of a cocky... Um, he checked his abs every time he went by a mirror. Yeah. He's still... I mean, he's swole, but he's sober now, and he is talking about the new situation. And he says, the new situation was all about what you know the, what he was putting out into the world, and it was a facade. Also, talking about fake face? Oof. There's a, yes. There's a lot of something going on with his face anyway. But he says now the new situation, and by the way, he always talks about himself in the third person still. The new situation is about truth. It's about love. It's about honesty. It's about, uh, he. so I'm curious to it's see kind of awesome. how the new situation yeah. fits in with the Jersey Shore friends. No, for sure. So he wasn't there for the first episode. He will arrive for the second episode. So he'll he's going to join. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Them and it's going to be all good. And the other thing I have to say is Vinny is like half the man he used to be. It's weird because I feel like we are... Get, like we are catching up with our old friends and they're all catching up with each other too. Oh, sure. Which it's is, so I think cool. the magic behind, you know, we, we spent a certain amount of time in the last hour talking about why we often don't like reboots or, you know, uh, sort of going back to the well of certain shows. But I think this is one where everybody, you know, it's a reality show too. So it's just sort of like, it's like a soap opera. Like you don't take it so seriously. You, if you liked the show, you liked them. Uh, and if you liked them, you certainly are interested in knowing what's going on with them and how they're doing in life. And, you know, so th- it just makes total sense that they would do this. And it doesn't surprise me that it wouldn't be fun to or that it would. It doesn't surprise me that it would be fun to sort of watch and catch up on how their lives are now. Yeah, it's a fun one to catch up with. So I'm excited to watch more episodes of that. Now, mm-hmm. I also watched the brand new trading spaces with pr- which premiered oh, over no, the with weekend Paige Davis. with Paige Davis. OK, first of all, the budgets are bigger. They get $2,000 now. Oh, well, inflation. I know. A lot of the old designers are back. Okay. But there will be some new designers throughout the season. Yeah. Um, the rooms are smaller. Now, I remember when you first, when we first watched Trading Spaces yeah. back when it was first on. Back in the early 2000s. Yep. I had looked up, you know, like what the requirements were to be on the show. And one of them was a certain size of room. And I remember at the time we lived in a smaller house and I said to my husband, oh, we can't be on the show because, you know, you always want to be on the show. Yeah. Because we don't have any rooms that are big enough. We lived in a small South Minneapolis house. Well, these rooms that they did were so tiny and that was sort of shocking in and of itself. But the other thing is there is a moment in the show where they take the families out to a pop-up shop. It is the Wayfair pop-up shop. And they can choose two things that oh, the designer cute. has to incorporate that's into cute. Well, the that's room. because Wayfair is probably foot in the bill. ton of it. Yeah. So Wayfair and Lowe's are highly, um, highly kind of... You know, sold they're they're selling to you throughout. Yeah, but still, again, another one where it's like familiar faces, familiar friends. I loved it just as much as I loved the the old ones. Well, good. I'm gonna have to check it out because yeah, I so. love that show. I also love the original British version, Changing oh, Rooms. Yes, from uh, because the British. Let's be honest. They just do TV better sometimes. It's okay. It's hard but, to admit it. But, but I'm excited true. to check out both of these. When we come back, we've got celebrities behaving badly. Douchebags coming after this. Celebrities drive us crazy on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when they behave badly, we call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Um, I don't, Colleen, you might have to hurry with this one because I don't know if you know this. Chloe's having a baby. Uh, yeah, I heard because it's hard to miss that information because we're really all on top of Chloe's pregnancy constantly. And I think that you're referring to my commitment to make Chloe my D bag every day until she gives birth. 
And you're saying that the end of that may be imminent? Yeah, I mean, according to TM to the Z, it's likely she is in the process of popping one out. Well, fine. You know what? Until we hear the good word from uh, Chloe herself and or Kris Jenner, I will continue. Are you ready? I am. This is what makes Chloe a D-bag today. Okay. Do you want to know the food that's repulsed her during pregnancy? Yeah. Okay, so she is... Let me guess. She's blogging about this, by the way, on her website, which is beyond, uh, behind a paywall. So you have to pay in order to hear what food is repulsed her during pregnancy. So I bet it's something totally normal that you're like, no way. Oh, yeah. Guess. Uh, bread? No. Um, it's probably something that you would otherwise enjoy, right? It's like a full food group. Oh, vegetables? No. Sugary foods? Meat. Oh, God. She's an accidental vegetarian. Oh. Meat just grosses me out. Before pregnancy, I really only ate chicken or turkey. No pork or red meat, most fish, lamb, etc. But now I find meat absolutely disgusting. LOL. I wasn't laughing out loud about that, actually. Yeah. No. Um, so it was a poor use of LOL. That's nitpicking. Um, she says, just the sight of meat makes me nauseous. So I become somewhat of a vegetarian during pregnancy. Did meat make you gross? Grossed out you know, when you were... Because I, I, I think, like, you know, in her defense, not that I am trying to what? defend her, but I, it seems like from uh, what I hear the ladies talk about, occasionally you start to... Re- revile things that seem totally normal i had like one thing that was i had an aversion to salmon which was upsetting to me during pregnancy because i love salmon it is my favorite fish can you eat fish yeah oh you can but you just can't you have to keep Seafood? track of how much oh okay you can't eat a lot of it you can probably like once a week i think you can do it and then like you can't eat it raw or you're not supposed to eat it oh, raw. oh that's right raw right seafood. so no sushi okay. But I mean, I had an aversion to salmon, but I just didn't eat salmon. And I was like, that's okay. And then I just didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Well, but you're not Khloe Kardashian. She has to make a big deal out of taking a duty. That's the problem that I'm having with this pregnancy. But you know what? And here's the thing, Bradley, I was really excited that the pregnancy is about to result in a baby because I was like, okay, well, then we can stop hearing about the details of her pregnancy that she thinks are going to be important to everybody that nobody really actually cares about. Yeah, you know what? But you know what's going to happen? I was going to say, like, do you not know how this works? Because we've yeah. watched this train wreck happen many, many times, right? Right. We're going to hear all about her baby. Yeah, like, you, well, I can just do it for you. It's, um, I had no idea before I became a mother how difficult it really was, and I am so humbled by the motherhood experience that I think all other mommies out there should really just hold hands and we should have our own celebration and drink champagne. One night a week, and we'll sit in our hot tubs and be like, "Oh, don't we have it hard?" She will also say something to like this. Okay, mark my words. Something like, "I've never felt like such a woman or a goddess, but yeah. now I do." You know what I mean? She's gonna have this like revelation. And here's my 17 picture spread. Yeah. Showing well, my I also just wanted to yeah. take a moment to yeah. shame her um, because I think shaming <laughs> pregnant women in today's culture is just. <laughs> You need more of that, right? I mean, we don't have enough. So I would like to take this opportunity to shame the pregnant mom, in this case, Chloe Kardashian, for doing the dumb, sexy photo. Uh, and I look, I know mommies who have done this. So, like, I, I realize I'm opening a can mm-hmm. of worms, but 
Like, it's just weird to me that you have to sexualize or sexitize, because I don't even want to say sexualize, romanticize, like, everyday life. Not that birth is not an amazing thing, and pregnancy is not an amazing thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, why do you need a photo shoot for everything in life? Like, do you really, like, my 45 years on this planet, when I turn 45 in just a few short years, Colleen, I'm going to have a pictorial celebration of my time on this planet. Like, again, I don't care what you do, but seriously, do you need to do the sexy, like, your husband is shirtless rubbing your you know, pregnancy belly. When when I know inside, you're like, get it out of me. (laughs) Get it out. Here's the thing. Like, and here's where I'm like, okay, again, why am I defending Khloe Kardashian now? But I, I might just for a hot moment. I didn't do one of these photo shoots, but I, I do. I know people also who did it. And I could see that at that time of pregnancy, when you're about to burst, some women do feel super sexy when they're pregnant. I was not one of them. Uh, I did not feel sexy. Yeah. But I understand that a photo shoot can make you feel sexy. Now, I don't know that Khloe Kardashian has ever had a challenge feeling sexy. Do you see what I mean? Like, she's... Again, do you... That's what she does. Do we need to be encouraging, you know, the self-referentialism? Like... I'm not saying you can never take pictures of yourself. I take pictures of myself, but it's just the like hokey, like mm, I'm sitting on the kitchen counter, embracing my half naked husband with my engorged belly. That's producing more life on this planet. It's such a magical moment. Like, is it really? Because I'm pretty sure you're miserable and it's okay. Cause that's life. And that's cool. It shows that you are like willing to put up with the crap in order to, you know, carry on your progeny. Mm-hmm. Then those photos are just going to end up at a random Nobody garage sale. Nobody wants to sale. see those photos anyway, other than you, which well, is fine. That's the other thing. It's like, it, it, to me, to me, the, like photos, like wedding photos, I get why you do those. It's yeah. because that time is fleeting and you yes. want that as a memento for yourself. We just talked about yourself. that with taking video of your wedding. Like yeah. I was like, nobody's watching that movie except for you, which is totally fine because that's the way it should be. Right. But like... And that's okay. So yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, that I get that part of it where it's like, I don't know that like... I don't, that is a lovely thing for you to have for yourself. Like, if you took boudoir photos, kudos to you, Colleen. I don't want to see them. Yes, I know. And it's not because I don't want to see you in a negligee, but, but I kind of don't want to see you. don't want to see negligee. me in a negligee. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Whoa! you Holly. Holly just Holly. got ill. I don't want to see anyone's boudoir picture. Do you want to see mine? No! Like, Jamie and I took little Louise, oh, the God. veterinarian in our speedos. I mean, excuse me. Wait, actually, can we do that? Because no, that's funny. Zero chance. Yeah. Oh, I'm but sure that would be funny. Everyone looks lovely in their personal photographs. However, I yeah. do not want to see them. Yeah. yeah, and it's good if you feel good. That's a good thing. But that you don't. That doesn't mean. The social media culture has this feeling like we need to, if you felt sexy, you need to share it with everybody. Yeah. You can keep it. You can keep your sexy. Have something special. Yes. My junk is special. Ain't nobody ever been to Your junk is special. It. My junk is special. Everybody's got special junk. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to write a song about it. Wow. That went in a in weird place. Me- okay, good. My Chloe's junk about to have weird. that baby. We feel good. Okay. So I'd like to give my D-bag to... Whom? The Target in West Hollywood. What? Yum. What did Target in West Hollywood do to you? It didn't do anything to me, but it did it to Captain Jack Harkness. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, well, do you know the name John Barrowman? Mm, uh, He's an actor. No. 
Captain Jack Harkness. He uh, did not only Doctor to the Who, but had his own series called The Torchwood Called Torchwood. Okay. Yep. That sounds vague. He's a British man. Got it. He's also a homosexual. Okay. Which is why he was in West Hollywood. But uh, he was at the Target and he apparently, and I was going to have you play the audio. We don't have time. It doesn't matter. But here's the story. He was at the Target and he claims that he was just trying to help out a homeless guy and bought him some stuff and Mm -hmm. like gave it to the homeless guy. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, and, and that included, by the way, a grooming kit, a, a t-shirt, I think, and like a gift card. Nice. Here, homeless man. Yeah. I'm buying you some stuff. Yeah, here's some stuff you might need. Apparently, the employees at Target told him, Fat Chance Grandpa, which is a, a line from a, a episode of The Golden Girls. He's not old. But they said, Fat Chance, Captain Jack Harkness, you can't do that. You can't buy things and give them to other people? Excuse me? I do it all the time. Every time yeah. there's a birthday party, well, I buy something which makes you wonder, from Target and give it to... Makes it. you wonder if it was because he was a homeless person, right? Word. So so uh, John Barrowman took to, to Twitter and uh, tweeted about it and was really ticked off. And um, the good news is Target responded, presumably through their corporate headquarters on Twitter, and said, yeah... So we're really sorry for that because we don't have a policy against buying things for homeless people. So we're going to contact that store and um, we're probably going to have to yell at those people. So it seems like it was a local, you know, Target store issue. The only thing I could think of was perhaps the, the homeless person in question or the person down on his or her luck in question was um, in the store panhandling or something. Sure. Because, First of all, how would they know? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, from what I'm reading, and I don't know a lot about the story, it sounded like he was with the person yeah. when they checked out. So, but to your point, if they were in the store kind of asking anybody to do it, maybe like there he must would be have an given somebody that. else an indication that he was begging or something mm-hmm. or panhandling. Um, but again, you know, obviously you can buy from who, for whomever you want. And I do it all the yeah. time. Seriously. Yeah. You buy for homeless people? No. That's really cool. But. I mean, I do actually. I, I I buy food and I keep it in the car. Oh, do you? Yes, but I know this lady that used to cut my hair. She would put little baggies yeah, together. That's what we do. Like socks. Yep, we have socks, a washcloth. We have a dollar. Who's we? My kids and I. Oh. Yeah, we put food in there. If it's like a fruit thing, we put like a spoon too. You know, we do a little bottle of water. A fruit thing, like what? like a little fruit cup. You oh, know. Okay. And then, like, I put them in a little paper bag. Oh, that's I've got clever. a little special spot in the car for them. And then when we pull up on the side of the road, yeah. we roll down the window. I don't like to encourage homelessness, so I don't give people things. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. That's I know. I guarantee you what many people I've I know heard that have, one before. have said. Or how do you I know? I don't like or to make them know? think they can just get things. Or how do you know that Why? they're actually homeless? That's my other favorite oh, one. Oh, my favorite is when you roll up by people who are standing on the street. It's 40 below in Minnesota. They're wearing pants, maybe. And someone will be like, those people, it's like a full-time job. They're making so much money. They're probably making more money than you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that story. Also, what church do you go to? Because I ain't going to that one. Sorry. When we come back, I'm really excited for what's about to happen. It's time for the throwback live at 145. We have a special twist on it today. We'll tell you about that twist after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. All right. 
right, you guys, it is the time for the Throwback Live at 145 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We've got a very special twist on the Throwback Live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. Oh, boy. It's a special edition of the Throwback Live at 1.45. It's audition week here at the Throwback Live at 1.45. So, Bradley, I don't know if you knew, but he's going on a cruise next week. Uh, yeah, we all knew. Yeah, yes. we all knew. And we all know. Mm-hmm. So that means Bradley's not going to be able to play the Throwback Live at 1.45 Uh-oh. next week. Uh-oh. So we got to find his replacement. So we are holding auditions all this week to see who will be playing Bradley. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you trainer in the throwback live at 145 and today and before you but i'm sorry i just want to jump in really quickly just to clarify that Mm -hmm. the person who wins audition week will go on as you said to play me but their their points will count in our overall total which currently has me at 14 points to colleen's nine points yeah thank you so playing so the person will play as you i'm yes. sorry so, yes. so if the person wins next week then i get a point okay so they will play for me so they are standing brad yeah. trainer yes. yeah gotcha. which means bradley trainer you have to say my you name have bradley to say you have to say bradley yeah yeah so I you have to say have... i have to say bradley trainer no you no have to say no bradley. so here are okay. the rules of the game the throwback live at 145 i play five vintage pop culture audio clips the first to guess three correctly wins the throwback live at 145 in order to buzz in you shout out your name in this instance b arthur you shout out bradley okay Colleen shouts out Colleen. Because I'm still me. Okay. You're still me. Got it. Got it. It's complicated, but I I got it. Not that bad. Here's our first vintage pop culture audio clip, please. No pressure. Identify this. Colleen. Oh, man. Faster, B. Arthur. Faster. Banana Macarena. Yes. It's the Macarena. (laughs) Oh, welcome to my life. This is hard. I thought that was like, I don't know. know. It sounded like... No, not that part. No. It's low. I mean, I know what the I will song, say, but not that part. What I By will say band, sometimes. Low Del Rio. Okay, thank you. Or One Hit um, Wonder. Nobody's listening. Um, but the thing that I don't think people appreciate is that sometimes you know very well what it is in your head, but, but you can't get it out your it's mouth. It's getting the word out quickly enough to say it, which can kind of. And you would know that, Brad, because you are so far ahead of clean in this yeah. game, and you're, Tell I, me you're almost like a professional. That. Tell me more about you that. No, you're almost like. In fact, uh, Holly, you were the one. Can we listen to the next cut, oh, please? Okay. Oh, we sure can. Moving on to our second vintage on, pop culture audio clip, please identify this. 
We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention. Colleen! Oh, God! God! Colleen Lindstrom. That is the Breakfast Club. Thank you. You're that doing is too well, Brad. No, it's Zero okay. for you, fake Bradley. <laughs> and then I couldn't say Bradley. Wow. I was like, oh. just get it out. Yeah. Try it right now. Bradley. No. <laughs> you no. can't even do it. Yeah, Bradley. Practice it a little emphasis. more. Bradley. Uh, okay, there you go. Yes, that was right. from the Breakfast yeah, Club. Colleen shot. Lindstrom. You have you. two. This is not looking good. Well, no, it's not. The good news is we got three other people on tap. So if you fail miserably, <laughs> well, on to the next. Sell it. Our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, if you guess this correctly, you win the game. So no pressure, B. Arthur. Please identify this. Bradley. Bradley. Yes! Um, the <laughs> Andy Griffith is a show. I'm sorry. Did you just say the Andy Griffith? No. Is there? Is it like Griffith or Griffith? Griffith the third. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna okay. give it to you anyway. Yeah. Yes, we'll this is the theme. Did you know that one, Colleen? Yes, I did. Oh, did you let her have it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did <gasps> not. I you certainly did. Not let me have that. Who doesn't know that? You see, you're basically you? saying you spiked it for me. Just Maybe so I'm trying I to make one. it interesting. Do you feel better? That's just rude. That's. Kind it's of either like, rude or she's lying. It's sort of like lying. I felt really good for yeah. a second that mm-hmm. I won one, and she just took that See, away from me. See, she tries to get in your mind. Yeah, Welcome to the game. She took that good feeling away <laughs> Fake from me. Bradley. All right, Holly, let's <laughs> yeah, move on. We're moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, I want you to identify the artist or where this comes from. Don't identify the title because the title is right in this piece of audio. Okay. So here's our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify this. Oh, not that. Oh, that's <laughs> Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. Here it is. Always look on the bright side of life. Colleen. Bradley. Colleen. That is Monty Python. Thank you. Sorry. I won. I won. I won. I won. It doesn't count, but I won. Yeah. She see, does this she every d- time. First of all, yes. And second of all, it doesn't even count. So you see what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Well, first of all, can I just say it's hard to say Bradley. I mean, really, you're, I do agree. I, you're already up yeah. against a big challenge. Because I Bradley. think it's, she it's let me like, win. like, do your mouth and then set you like, and Bradley, like, Colleen, you can get Colleen that out. just is like coughing. Yeah, like, Colleen. Colleen. I feel like there's a lot of excuses yeah, going on. I don't actually like what's happening here. So why don't you tell me what that's I like did win if throat. I would have actually Colleen. legitimately won something. Well, Colleen win. Lindstrom, you did win the throwback oh, yeah, live at 145. But she doesn't get any points for I know, shush. Yeah, but you still get a prize. Let me bask. Congratulations, Colleen. You just received a lifetime beauty. supply of bounty paper towels. Thank oh, you. Wow. Oh, that is the quicker picker-upper. So Colleen. Can- <laughs> Colleen. Colleen. Okay, listen. This, the thing about this game is that when you do win, you feel good. And everybody else just you has sour grapes. You took my one victory from me. So don't even act like we're being mean to you. I got no, one question right and you tried to rip grapes. it from me. Okay, do you want to do one more just for funsies? Hells, why don't we just yeah. throw that last one in there? See, this is where she does that thing where it's she's like, I want you to me, think right? that I'm not a total B-I- right, right. To, to the C-C-H. Yeah. Please identify mm-hmm. <laughs> the following. Run, go! <sighs> the Seriously, guys. I don't guys. know this one. Really? I really, truly okay, do not do it know that again. One. Do it again. Can you even identify who that was? Tom Cruise. Seriously, you stop guys? it! Oh my god. Can I guess? Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Is that in a it. predator? Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. 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 In, Schwarzenegger. In the movie Predator. Congratulations, Bradley. Do you want to explain how you let him have that one? I really don't know that one. 
I didn't no, know that one. Seriously. I, he I can tell. see it on my face. I can, I can, I I can smell you, fear on I thought, her. I thought she would just do it out of spite. Yeah, mm-hmm. well. No, I really didn't know that one. Hey, um, that was a fine, you did a fine job, okay, B. No, Arthur. No. You know what, no, listen, no. we are going to take your one point into consideration, and wow. uh, we will notify you on wow. Thursday of your performance. I mean, the best you could do at this point is that nobody else gets anything Any. right. <laughs> Or I guess if they got one, you could tie. It's possible. Thanks for patronizing me, Clean. Thanks for showing up for that. Okay, when we come back, we got a question for you. What part of everyday life do you want to destroy? You want it to go extinct. You don't ever want to do it again. I know. But that's the question.